You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Howdy, folks, and welcome to another episode of Completely Fucking Clueless Podcast. My name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And my name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and we Hi. both use she, her pronouns. Uh, oh. Why do I always do that? I always end up licking the mic and it's always gross. Gross. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. Y'all, we realized that we have not been on the mic solo together in ages. We haven't. Mm-hmm. Or ages for us. Le- yeah, that's Which true. Which is like more than five days. I know. <laughs> I Because we took the break last week, we didn't mm-hmm. like see each other. You went away for the 4th of July. We also had pride that we haven't talked mm-hmm. about. Pride was so good, you guys. Even though I literally feel like July is already over somehow. I know. Well, and didn't you say it's July 12th right now? It's July 12th. The summer is just going by so fast, which I'm like half grateful for because of the weather. So I'm my only issue with it mm. is at the end of the summer, I turn 25. <laughs> right. My issue with the summer being over is like, so my job right now is a creator residency and it's three months. Yes. So that means around July, like end of July, I'll either find out if I have a full-time job or if I'm jobless. Yes. And that is giving me anxiety. Fair. Yeah. Because I really like my job. Update, like, on my job life. I love it so much. It's, like, exactly up the alley that, like, I want to be going in. I feel like I'm learning a lot. I feel like I'm opening up as a person. I feel like in my last job, I was so closed off socially. Um, and I, like, told myself before going into this job, like, I'm going to reach out to people, meet people, put myself out there. Like the worst somebody can say is no, like, or you don't have a connection. It's just work. And it has been so great. I think the only downside right now to work is I'm having to figure out the balance of working full time and podcasting. And I feel like it's been hard and I've been really hard on myself about it lately you know I feel like that vibe happens to people when you just want to be doing everything like a hundred percent and you can't do that all the time and I feel like it's hard because I want to like give the podcast everything but I also want to have a full-time job after the end of the summer so it's like it's tough it's tough and sometimes I feel like bad and I'm like are the clueless people out there? Do they even know we're still alive? I'm like, I haven't posted. I feel so bad. I'm like, and I'm also trying to balance like resting and not burning out. It's hard. Yeah, dude. You're doing great. Thanks. I'm trying. I I know. And I appreciate, and you're doing fantastic (laughs) and it's okay if you need a break. Yeah, it's hard. I'm hoping that at the end of the month, Olivia and I are going to Massachusetts. (gasps) So for like a couple days, so I'm feeling like that will be a like a good break, 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 because yeah. um, it's been a second since I've had one of those. Massachusetts. Yes, I'm very excited. I'm excited because I'm going to st- we're going to stop in Bo- Boston. I was about to say Boston. We're going to stop in Boston and we're going to go to Lolita. Oh, I yes. we loved Lolita the last time we went. Yes. So very good. Yeah. And technically, this is for our anniversary. So. Oh, deuces. Three years. Damn. Damn. I know, right? Damn. I know. Fuck, we're getting old. I know. And everybody's getting like married or I feel like everybody's getting (laughs) married and it makes me feel like I have to get married and I simply don't want to get married right now. But also like I kind of do like I want to ring, but I I don't want to actually get married. I think the thing (laughs) that makes it a little easier for me is that because most like most people from my hometown are like there are a lot of people getting engaged or married or et cetera. Um, but I don't really fucking know anyone from my hometown because I went to boarding school. That's so everyone true. I went to art school, uh, everyone I went to high school with, it was arts high school. So not to be the stereotype, but most people were gay. Um, <laughs> and most the gay men are not anywhere near settling down. And the queer women, none of my close friends who are queer women, but like a lot of friends of friends, queer women. There's been a lot of people who have gotten engaged and then not married. Like there's one girl I know who I think she's been engaged like three times. Oh my gosh. Because it's like the whole U-Haul thing. Like yeah. da, 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 da. I know. I think I've just been seeing so many engagements on Instagram and like TikTok. And so the whole like idea of somebody like surprising me with this like in- whole engagement. I do not think engagements ha- should be a surprise. Like you like. Well okay so I agree with that. I and I have talked about this with Olivia. Yeah if like we, we need to have had a full conversation yes. like I don't like I want it to still be like kind of a surprise but like right. we but need to su- have fully discussed and agreed that we're going to get engaged. Right. Me. That. It needs to be a surprise after the conversation you yes. have when you're like hey 
I'm ready to do this. Are you ready to do yes. this? And you and like discussing like important future things. Like right. going back to defining decades, she was like, there's a whole bunch of things that you should talk through. And if you don't feel comfortable discussing those things with your partner, then you really shouldn't be getting married to them. Yes. Olivia and I love those types of questions. Same. I love, I think it's like such a good way to like foster communication and like telling how you feel to your partner. I really struggle with like, not just in romantic relationships, but all relationships. And I've grown a lot in this, but like, I do still struggle with, not like naturally softening my own ideas or sort of curbing them towards what the other person mm. wants. So I feel like in that type of conversation, like I either need to like grow and get comfortable with saying what I really think, even if it contradicts the other person. Yeah. Or I need to just like go first every time we ask a question. Wait, this <laughs> is reminding me. So do you know who Jonah Hill is? Yes. Okay. So I, I figured, I just wanted to like preface. Yes. I've been following this whole thing. Oh, the whole thing uh -huh. about his text messages. Uh -huh. Okay. Look, what he did in those said in those text messages, I do not agree with whatsoever. However, he did say what he want like what he wants in the future or like what he would yes, want out of a but future he wife. Was using therapy talk in like Yes. That's not a boundary that is like I saw someone who they explained it really well. Like those it's, aren't boundaries, those are preferences. And it's yes. okay to have those preferences, but like if like you knew who she was beforehand. Right. Like you can't expect her now to change because that's your preference. And like, even with the Kiki Palmer thing of like all oh these men who like know God. who these women are and then get annoyed that like when they're in a relationship, they continue being who they are. And it's like, I've watched so many people talk about being like, there are people who dress like modestly and conservatively, but like these men who seem to want that always go after these more like progressive out there women. Yeah. And then want them to change control and get that. angry when they don't. And it's like, it's not about them dressing conservatively. It's about controlling them. Yeah. I'll never forget when my ex-boyfriend tried to control what I wore. And it was like, I mean, that whole relationship was just like uh, so hard. Yeah. But like, it, it it's so hard to like want to be yourself and want to do you and have this relationship and this person is controlling that. I think one of my favorite things about my relationship right now is I could have my titties out on Broadway and Olivia would be like, yes, <laughs> like, and that's comforting. But yeah. I agree about the conversation before engagement. I am just looking at like people getting engaged in Italy and they have this like yes. gorgeous rock on their finger. And I'm like, I want that. I really like the theory of <laughs> but it, not but now. I like know that I'm just so nowhere near it. Like, right. It's the idea like more than actually doing yes. it. Yes. And I'm like, just, I'm so far away from that right now. Like I cannot have like, I, I don't think I could handle like a full on partnership right no. now. Like that requires a lot of energy and commitment and like conversation. And like, I'm in an era where I need to be fucking selfish. Slay. Olivia's going to listen to this episode and be like, is there something you like want to tell me? Tell me. Am I like supposed to be doing something? <laughs> No, not It reminds now. me of a, there's a video of, uh, you know, Trixie and Katya? Yes. So uh, Trixie apparently was talking about how, like, this is the year that I'm going to have uh, sex in drag. And their boyfriend was right off stage being like, um, is there something you need to tell me? <laughs> like, like doing it? Or yeah. Oh, like he, like she, Katya didn't say anything about it to their to their no, boyfriend before. Trixie didn't say anything about the boyfriend, but I've been saying publicly like this is the year of having sex and drag. And the boyfriend oh, was like, "So you kind of like, are you going to tell me about this? Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, having sex and drag. I never thought about that until right now. Like I'm whether you're going to fully strip and drag. Like I'm a big Trixie person. Yeah, I love Trixie. Yeah, I don't know. I think Olivia and I never really got into Trixie because, like, of her on RuPaul. I didn't love her on RuPaul. I love her individually, and like, I've really loved watching her journey. And like, I love her. Okay. Like, she's very into makeup, which like yes. I love. And so she like has she, a YouTube channel. She went to Walnut Hill too, right? No, no, that's oh. um uh Ben de la Creme. Yeah. Ben de la Creme. Have you been watching this season of All Stars? No, I don't really watch it. Oh my gosh. Olivia, it's just like one of Olivia and I's shows that we watch. Speaking of shows, wait, you guys, everyone needs to go watch Traitor. And I just want to say right now that Audrey did not tell me to watch this before I watched <laughs> it. But what I will say is that Olivia told me to watch it. Slay. And we watch it together. I finally watched Queer Love Ultimatum. Is it absolute trash? Are people toxic? Absolutely. But it's, but it's so, like, so fun. I But I would also say like, there's some shit that happens at the end that it's like, hey, on the production side, like that wasn't okay to do. Like you shouldn't have done that. Like yeah. on layers, like 
bad. Yes, especially with the reunion. Yes, like yes. and the and the domestic violence yes. between the partners. Like that should have ne- they should have no. never been they in should the have same never, place. Exactly, especially if she was fucking arrested. I'm surprised yeah. that she, that what what was um, Mildred's partner's name. Tiff. Tiff. I'm surprised Tiff Warning didn't... spoilers for Grilla oh, yeah. Ultimatum. <laughs> spoilers. I'm surprised Tiff didn't have a restraining order. But maybe Tiff didn't want one, but like... I also think it was from what I have like seen about the situation, and like I haven't researched it super deeply. Yeah, me either. So there was police called and like an arrest, but then Mildred initially admitted to throwing shit at tiff and then tiff and then mildred took it back and then on air in the reunion admitted to it and so tiff was like okay so so you did throw it at me because you had previously taken back that statement but no they should have not been put in the same room at all like yeah that should have been handled in a completely different, different way. way and luckily obviously they didn't pressure tiff to say tiff left yeah they left um I but I like it what happened is not hysterical but what is hysterical is that Mildred just was like yeah and I just like threw shit at you and got arrested yeah like thought like we were gonna be like oh poor you poor you like and another thing that I think they need to do with that show is get a queer host yeah I some people like her and I do not I just like it feels very awkward and like it also just like it's not like she's hosted other dating shows. Like, I just truly don't get why the fuck she's the host. No, same. I think they need, like, somebody in popular in the queer yeah. community. And, like, if it's, it's just like, why the fuck would it not be someone yeah. queer? That doesn't make sense. And I just think that they can facilitate more Better. knowledgeable, like, conversations. Yeah. Like, you know, but it was an interesting. And you know what I thought? I'm interested to get your take on this. Like, uh, Yoli's like behavior at the end I thought was super not cute like yeah. saying like uh, to uh, Mal like yes and yeah. then going to Xander and being like yeah. like kind of playing it, around with their I'm emotions like, girl you know there are cameras on you like why do you think this is okay and I think what made me really sad is there was something that I'd kind of forgotten that Mal had said in the beginning is that like Mal wasn't against getting engaged it's just Mal had been friends with Yoli first and like knew that like Yoli felt really hard and that like Yoli had felt really intensely about all her partners and she just was like Mal was like I want to know what makes me different why you want to marry me specifically like I want to make sure this isn't another infatuation and then like the exact thing kind of literally happened like and like Mal was like being the most supportive and wonderful. And it was like, this is a moment where you need me to trust you. I trust you. Like, go ahead. And like, oh, brutal. It was brutal. Like, wait, question. If you could date any of them, which one would you date? Probably Mal. Mal. But I am obsessed with Lexi. But I'm like, we're too similar. Yeah. I think I would date Xander. I think Xander's Xander's cute. But Xander has some growth that needs to happen for them. Yes, I agree. I agree, but I think but I, I am date. obsessed, and I immediately need another season. I know. I'm really, I really liked it. I thought it was great. I think it's just like so nice to see your people like on a TV show representation. Yes. You know, and like they, like it was impressive. Like there were some people who really saw some growth. Like yeah, um, we really saw growth with Tiff and uh, who was Tiff's partner? Um, not original partner, but first trial life oh 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 totally sam sam was her name was sam her name. yeah like but we Ozzie? saw them grow a ton sam's partner sam yeah, i'm gonna be honest i was like sam you deserve better. so much but they're better. the only ones who have made it i know i know but <laughs> ozzy still hasn't told her fam told their family i think they go by they them pronouns i feel like told that's their family true. I mean, maybe they have it. They still point. haven't got married. They still haven't even planned the wedding. Well, I'm confused because I'm like, how are you going to be on this big of a TV show and expect them to find right. out? <laughs> to, okay. Also, when Ozzy handed Steph, uh, not Steph, Sam. The, the Rock. I was like, if Olivia had done that to me, I would have w- blew a motherfucking fuse. I really had a second where I was like. Is Aussie attempting to like yes. not fulfill the ultimatum but still not break up? And I was like, Aussie. Same. And like, you know, the producers behind the scenes were like, yeah, yeah. do that. That's a great idea. It's so funny because now I feel like I watch reality TVs and think about what the producers did to oh, get yeah. that to happen. Like this show that Olivia and I were just watching, Trader, which was so good. Alan Cumming hosts it. It's like murder mystery vibes. Yes, I do need to watch it. What is it on? It's on Peacock. Peacock. You have to watch it. And especially if you know like some of the Bravo people. I don't. I know, but it's still really great. You'll still like it because there's one char- uh, character. There's one reality star named Kate from Below Deck. but And she is just a 
bitch throughout this <laughs> entire show, but it's so fucking good. And in, I don't want to spoil anything, but in one of the challenges, she kind of like doesn't give her best effort. And all I'm thinking about is the producers being like, yeah, definitely do that. Definitely throw the money away. Like, it's so good. You guys Yikes. have to watch it. Please watch it and then DM me about it so we can talk. I just watched a show that I really liked. But I can't remember what it is. So I will post it on our Instagram stories the day this comes out. If you're listening, not the day this comes out. Sorry. DM me. Maybe I'll remember and maybe I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. But. Oh, and then I started Love Island last night while I was getting my nails done. So. I never really watched Love Island. You know. I was real. I feel like during the pandemic when it really got big with everybody. I was so into it. And the last couple seasons. I haven't been that impressed. Oh. I remember this show. Oh, say it. Based on a true story. Based it is on about couple that starts like a like a, a serial killer murder podcast it's very but they're doing it with the serial killer <laughs> that, that is might scary. not be the best pitch it's very funny okay um and very good it's kaylee cuoco and oh. the guy from the mindy show um the mindy show whatever <laughs> did you oh yes renee rap because it was in our group chat we're, we're bouncing everywhere with TV land. We really are. Um, I still haven't watched Sex Life of College Girls. Okay. Anyway, we brought that because I immediately texted you and Julia yes. when I saw that news because I was like, drama? I'm not shocked, though. No. Like, I'm but not I'm like, shocked. Girly, you should have told production before, before announcing this because as much as they're all playing nice, like, publicly and everything, oh, I, I have bet. to imagine behind the scenes, people are fucking pissed. Yeah, I bet behind the scenes people are pissed. And I would be, too. Like, right. dude, like, that's a bad idea. Like, she's had to hire a lawyer because, like, she's definitely breaking her contract. Oh, 100% <laughs> breaking her contract. Like, 100%. I know. And the fact that she just didn't, like, consult anybody. And look, I get it. Like, you have to hit while it's hot and she is like very like, hot right now, but you have to do it like respect. Yeah. Conversations could have been had. Yeah. Like could have kept them in the loop. Yeah. Um, still though, I'm so fucking excited for her concert. I'm going in November. I don't have tickets. I like her, but I'm not obsessed with her. Well, if you want my one ticket that I have to New York, you can have it. <laughs> I definitely don't want to go alone. I know. Well, okay, you guys, because I'm not good at getting concert tickets. Like, I should <laughs> no never. One is. Like, it's the fucking Hunger Games. It literally is crazy. So the first day of pre-sales, I did the Amex pre-sale, and I had two tickets, secured them off the bat, and then I put in my credit card number wrong, gave no, it away. You have to have it pre-loaded. Yes. And then... I only was able to get one. So I just took it just in case. And then the second presale day, the Spotify like presale, I got tickets in under a minute, like fully Sorry. checked out. Liz was so impressed. Sorry. So now I have one to New York. So if you need a ticket, hit me up. I could sell you my ticket. Sorry. I wasn't that expensive. Anyway, way back to what we were talking I about know. briefly. Pride. <laughs> Pride. Pride was great. Pride was amazing. We had a great time. We um, went to a drag show at Tito Murphy's. We did. Very fun. Highly recommend if you're in the city. They do it more than just Pride. It was like. It was my first drag brunch. I know. No way. I know. Yeah. It was also my first brunch of this summer. I know. I feel like I don't love going to brunch in the summer if it's outside. Because yeah. it is hot. I like it when it's a cool day. Yes, like it's like a good fall or spring day is the best. But yeah, we went to brunch on Saturday, which is like mm. my new favorite. Like my favorite like day, I think of Pride is Saturday. I always ruin I my I really Sunday. I want to go out on Saturday night, but we had tickets to see Camelot. I know. Me, I mean, Julia and I. And so we saw Camelot and that was really good. Good. Yeah. yeah we got drunk on Saturday night. Like I was <laughs> drunk. Like it was funny because like after the drag brunch, like I think I was like more aware at that time. And so I was like. Don't push it. Don't push it. Like when we came back here for an hour, I didn't drink. But then we really just hit. And you know, it's a crazy night when my partner is taking a shot and Olivia took a shot. Yeah, I would say by the I end of Camelot, like, I had like not only sobered up, but I was getting hungover. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so Sunday was like fun. But like I literally drank beer the entire day because I was like so could not drink vodka. Well, I went to a party early on Sunday where... In very cliche queer female experience, uh, it was not a big party. There was maybe max 12 people there. Yeah. One of the people was your friend. I know. <laughs> was my friend Kelsey. I know. When you sent me that picture, I was like, oh, my God. Do you want to know some drama off the air? Yes. You guys can't hear this. <laughs> that is hysterical. <laughs> you guys can't hear. <laughs> it's not drama about either of us. It's also not really drama. Yeah, it's not related to us at all. So, <laughs> um, any other updates? I think I gave all the updates I had. 
I got a job offer today. Not a big girl job, but another job in retail. So I don't need to temp anymore. Um, so we're very excited about that. I texted my therapist and she was very happy for me. You always text a therapist. Oh my God, I have a therapy update. Oh my God, wait. Did you tell your therapist? Half, I've half done it. How did you half do it? Okay. okay so for context, Sarah had told me whenever we last spoke. That like, I was going to. I was going to. You were going to finally tell your therapist like. That I think I need to move forward yes. and move on. So then I chickened out a little bit like I knew <laughs> I usually do, but I did something I think that I needed to do anyway. Right, let me quickly acknowledge how insane that laugh I just did was. I <laughs> leaned my head full back and went, <laughs> sorry, continue. <laughs> the echo in my, in I'm my so head. sorry. No, it's okay. Um, So I half did it by telling her that I feel like I'm in a place where doing therapy every week is not beneficial to me anymore. Mm-hmm. I actually dread it because I'm like, I don't have much to talk about. Like, I just feel like we're going around in circles. So happy and healthy. I know. So I'm down to only two, like every other week. So two times a month. Like. I know. I was like, and you know what is the best feeling ever? I said it to my therapist and she goes, you know what? I was going to say it at the end of next session. If you hadn't brought it up, I was going to say, I think you're ready. And I was like, yeah. I'm zero percent ready. I'm in fact. That's okay. That's <laughs> okay. The opposite. That's okay. But that's my sorry. I interrupted. <gasps> but that was my little therapy update. Oh my god! Look at you go. Yeah, it feels good, and I think like it's time. Like I like this week. I don't have therapy, and like I don't feel like I need it. Like I'm yeah. I'm not itching for it. But yes, I really need to look. I specifically need to look for a therapist in like LGBTQ yes. matters because I'll tell you this off the air. Like LGBT. at another time. It, it's a pretty personal story, everybody. I can't, I can't say it on the air because now my family is starting to listen again after my dad's episode. Oh, no. I cannot say it on the air. I'm so sorry. Um, so I got a job offer and this is... Uh, so I'm going to take kind of the next year to really focus on theater and Yay! try and make some movement on that. Slay. And then if no movement really happens after a year, then we're going to sort of figure out from there. Um, okay. which is exciting, but also deeply terrifying because like, what if I don't make it happen, baby? One step at a time. Um, so yeah, I don't really have anything to say because that feels, it feels so scary, but also so important. Anyway, but I you, got a job offer, yeah. so I'm very excited about that. But there's like a, a, a plan like in sight. And I feel like that is like a very comforting sort of feeling like even when you can see like okay like this is what I'm feeling and this is the direction I think I want to go to into and even though it's really scary like I'm just gonna start walking yeah. forward um and I'm restarting the artist's way um yes everybody's restarting right now I feel like everybody's like in a rut yeah I feel like we're we're like our group is like kind of a weird amount out of college and we're all like kind of about to turn 25 or have just turned 25. And I feel like that's making all of us like the corner life crisis. <sighs> um, but yeah, so we're really focusing in on theater this year. Slay. Um, I actually have a voice lesson this Friday. Slay. I finally have a voice lesson next week. I know. I have no idea what to sing. It's giving me anxiety. You guys, I need to rework my book, which if you don't know, like a book is what you bring to you, like are your like staple audition pieces and are what you bring to audition. And my, my needs completely reworking. Um, so scary, scary. Speaking of anxiety, I've been dealing with so much anxiety about getting dressed for work. I get that. Literally, this is my current work outfit. I actually just got these linen pants They're from so Abercrombie. I have them in Navy too. I'm obsessed with them. So I'm feeling like that's a step forward, but like, I have just like, it's so hard, especially like with this situation, like it's like casual. Like I saw this one girl come into the office today and I swear I was like, your ass is hanging out like (laughs) your skirt. Like, but also like, I feel like it's a tad bit more like professional than my other job. Like I can't tell like every, like I'm just like, it gives me so much anxiety. And especially right now, like I don't have a lot of like bras that are fitting comfortably and the ones that do don't have padding. And so then my nips are nipping at work and I'm like, is that an And it's like so hot in summer. No, like I, the day that I interviewed for the job offer that I just got, I literally, I remember on the way there and going back being like so stressed about what I was going to wear. Cause at my old job, I could just wear athleisure. Yeah. But like I struggle with summer clothes 
like just in day to day, like when I'm allowed Same. to wear whatever. And I'm like, oh God, like what do I have that's even appropriate that I won't die of sweat in? Right. And like, I just, I run so hot it's and like, it's so uncomfortable. And so I literally like, I'm like, they're going to see me rinse, repeat and recycle the same, like maybe three outfits that I have that are like a little nicer looking that are just bike shirts and a giant t-shirt. Literally. I'm like, I'm Lizzie McGuire, the outfit repeater. And everybody looks so cute and trendy. And I'm like, I'm like oh girly God. pop. I'm kind of broke. Um, yeah. Those are, well, I guess that's like a clueless moment for me, honestly. Like that is a clueless moment I'm having is this whole outfit thing. My clueless moment was, so when I got the job offer, I really laughed because they'd asked me, they'd been like, they confirmed with me being like, we just like need references before moving on to the final step. So I sent them my references, but there was not a long gap of time in between me sending the references and receiving the offer. In fact, it was a short enough amount of time that I'm like, there's no way any of the people they emailed would have possibly emailed them back in that amount of then time. They probably just needed it for yeah, like. Yeah, but that's so funny that they like ask for them and then full don't use them. Like I could just be making shit up. Honestly, a lot of people do make shit up. I mean, yeah. Uh. Okay, you guys. So topic of the day. I was on TikTok and I saw Tess Barkley and she had made a TikTok about this like idea of like letting your old self go and it really hit hard with me because I feel like especially in my early 20s I feel like now knock on wood I'm settling just a little bit but obviously I feel like again you're clueless for the rest of your life so it comes and goes in waves but I had such a hard time of like letting my old self go like the college version, the um, high school version. And so we both kind of have felt this before and thought it would be something that was good to talk about today. Yeah, I, I really struggled with that. And I think especially sort of coming out of this like period of being really depressed is like you kind of forget how to be not that yeah and like even though you know it's shitty like at least it's familiar shitty as opposed to like trying something new feels terribly daunting mm -hmm. and I'm really just like I'm really having to let go of all of the old versions of me of like trying to let go of the version that like could barely get out of bed but also trying to like let go of the version that like was deeply anxious but super fucking productive and was like mm, yes. just like always it like and was always going and killing it and like whatever and like or even like the way that like my body used to look of like not expecting myself to look like how I looked when I was exercising a million times a day and yeah. barely eating yeah I thought about that too a lot I think it took me a really long time to realize because you know in high school in early college like I was so praised for being so hardworking, being so driven, getting all the best grades, like going, 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 like being like a perfectionist almost. And those attributes are ultimately what drove me to burn out and be really depressed for a couple of years. However, I think after the, the intense depression, getting into a later version of it, I didn't really realize that that hardworking, never stopping persona is what led me to this place in the first in the first place. And so once I realized that I was like, OK, I can't go back to my old old self, because if I go back to that person, I'm just going to end up in the same place. Like, I don't want to be the person that was so hardworking and so driven and so this and so that that I made myself depressed for a couple yeah. years. But it's it's hard to realize that because being hardworking, being driven, being a perfectionist, being type, like type A, like all these things are sort of praised in our society, I feel like. Yeah. And like even with body stuff, like yeah. a lot of women's value is put in how they look. Yeah. And like I notice how I am treated differently in the world with a different body. Yeah. No, I get that. I think I think about our freshman year of college a lot because I had lost a lot of weight because we were dancing for three hours a day. And, um, I think about like that old version of myself, like how do I get back there? And I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever get back there because let's be realistic. When will I ever be able to dance for three hours? Yeah. That can't exist in for the, the real world right. for any working adult. Like, right. like that is unrealistic. So that version of myself that year, like, that that was the version due to those like circumstances yeah. but I don't think it, I think it's really hard to realize that yeah 
yeah i feel like yeah this whole idea of like letting the old self go is really hard at the beginning because uh, and i also think it's hard because a lot of these things about your old self are things that have been ingrained in your identity. Like with music theater, something that was so ingrained and driven and woven into my identity that it was hard to see myself as anything else. Yes. And it's, and it's weird to start to open yourself up to the possibilities of something new. I feel like I've never had a great like sense of like strong sense of self or like had even a good concept of how I was perceived. Like I remember even our senior year, I think we did something where it was like people like described you or like you had to ask your friends like how they would describe you. And like I fucking uh, hate those exercises so much. I never know what to say. Well, the one that I got from people a lot was like really positive, which is like weird because I was deeply depressed at the time and so i was like i just don't understand how that is how people perceive me um people say genuine for me and i don't know what that means i agree with it but i don't really know how to describe it like like, you're you're very honest oh really yeah (laughs) cool thanks everyone you're more than other people like i have not observed you to pretend to be someone's friend when you don't like them that's very true like you're always polite and nice to people but you're not like i know a lot of people who like they will fully pretend to be friends with someone and the moment that person's out of the room they're like god i fucking hate them. that's just like, like weird to me that's weird anyways back to what you were saying sorry i interrupted you again honestly i have no idea what i was saying oh you were talking about like having a like not having a strong sense of self oh yeah and so i think like so much of how i saw myself was how like other. Uh, what other other people and like metrics that we could go by of like grades yes. or casting or whatever that is the hardest thing about like not being in school anymore yeah and like even with like the way that casting was like I was always tall I have like a, a masculine more voice and like so I've played a lot of men or like old women and so for like the longest time I was like so I must be really fucking ugly I guess because yeah. I only played super old women like I literally remember the moment in high school that I realized like oh I might be attractive and <laughs> this is horrible oh god but uh stowe was one of the boys dorms and okay. one of my friends came up to me and apparently the boys of the stowe dorm which the stowe dorm was the dorm that i feel like had more straight boys in it um had come up with like a list of like the hottest girls in the school and you were on the list and i was on the list and i for the first time was like am i attractive Slay. um i feel that though I like I my journey with like theater and casting I was always cast as the older person but to me I thought it was because I had this very mature voice and mature essence and then I think what was so jarring and like identity fucking in my early 20s when we were in college was I realized that they put the bigger women or the taller women in these like motherly matronly mm-hmm. roles and it fucked everything up front also be like you wouldn't be able to play this in the real world and like then what and they would always be like i got told so many times in college like you're gonna do great when you're older and it's like well what do i fucking do till then bitches yeah you you sort of have to figure it out and uh, like this now i think this exploration of who i am as an adult is a lot more exciting i think there was a hump to get over but once i got over the hump and realized okay I cannot go back to this old version of myself. I have to stop thinking that way and chasing it and move in a different direction. Things got a lot better. And I think now I excite myself with all like the changes and progress I make in, in life. I feel like I'm finally like starting to release like, I was like holding a death grip onto like whatever last vestiges of an old version of me that I could. Yeah. And I'm finally starting to like let it go completely. Yeah. Because like I was holding on to like grains of sand. Yeah. I feel like it's just a transition that in, in a process that you have to go through because it took me like, so at the age of seven, I declared that I wanted to be on Broadway and it took me a while to understand that the girl that I was at seven years old is not the girl that I am at 25 years old. Yeah. That seven-year-old didn't have an anxiety disorder. That seven-year-old... She didn't have fucking bills to pay. Bills to pay. I didn't understand, even until almost a year ago, that the stability and consistency is something that is really important to me in who I am in my mind and my mental, at least for right now. So, like... 
without that information, I like, you know, can't make an informed decision about like life circumstances. But I just think that like, I think logically we can understand that we're not the same person that we were at seven when we put these dreams and hopes or whatever into, into action. I think emotionally it's just like a lot harder to let it go. I, I like I used to always think of myself as very mature and I feel like I got along with adults really well and I was I was seen as like people would perceive me often as older than I actually was partially because of height yeah but like I remember like I felt like such an adult in like a kid body or not kid but like teen and now I feel like I'm a literal child and I'm supposed to be being an adult and I'm like no no what you don't understand is I'm a tiny little baby that I'm is, a baby of 24 years old that is literally the truest statement because I remember when I was younger I thought I was so old because I mm-hmm. had titties and I thought I knew <laughs> fucking everything literally and now like and I think something with like going back to what we talked about earlier with seeing everybody get engaged or have baby like all these things I'm like how is your mind in a place where you are saying yes to an engagement? Because I feel like a fucking child at 25. Like I can feel my brain is not done cooking and she's got some shit. She still needs to like, like work finish through. Working. I know. Like it, it's just like so crazy to me. And I get it. Everybody has different life circumstances. Everybody wants different things at different times. So I'm not uh, like, uh, what's it called? I don't want to like diss like people who do decide to get married now or have babies now. Like that is just a different life circumstance. I am just like not in that circumstance of life. Me neither. It's crazy. So how do you feel like you've coped? Like we've talked about it a little bit, but like coping with this idea of letting go and finding new cried a lot. (laughs) I fucked up a lot. I've made a lot of poor decisions. Yeah. I said therapy and I said patience too. Yeah, I'm trying to be more patient and kind with myself. I. You speak. I th- I, I'm still. Th- no, it's okay. Let it cook. I feel like with patience, I am not the most patient person. I, I will admit it. Um, however, n- and again, I think sometimes like with my dad's episode, you age and have foresight. I think my foresight as a 25 year old. Hindsight. Oh my God, that is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay i said hindsight's 50 50 for years because i didn't know it was a vision reference with 2020 and no one ever corrected me i learned that i was wrong about that in sophomore year of college oh my God. no one ever corrected me i think they thought i was just being goofy okay i wasn't i, love I was just dumb that's funny okay my hindsight here there we go hindsight my <laughs> no being silly okay my like hindsight of all of this is that okay like sort of what my dad was saying in the episode last week I think the perception is is we're gonna get out of college you're gonna get a job right away and life is done and set but there's just so many more moving obstacles that get you to that point and so at at 25 it's not just leaving a job I mean within like most of our culture for most people it's like moving out like everything radically changes Changes. and I think we expect the change to be easy fast and then it will become stable really quickly but it's that's just like not what happens and so what I've learned like especially in the last couple years allowed to be stupid in college like you're not allowed to be you have no responsibilities yeah right now it's a little bit different like you have a bill bills to pay the apartment you have like bills to pay uber like you have to pay for them bills to pay uber, uber. <laughs> like you just have like there's more responsibility like i was saying to somebody the other day i was like i wish i could go back to college just because there was such a so lack of responsibility yes. that i didn't even realize at the time no. right but now it's like there's all these responsibilities but you just have to be patient because building your dream career building your dream relationship building friendships like all of it is not going to happen overnight but I think we see especially because of social media uh, it can happen it can happen really fast for a a very small percentage of people or you don't know how long it took that person to get to that point so scary because all the things we're doing we don't know if they're going to pan up and unlike when you were applying to colleges like you would apply to safeties and whatnot right there's not a safety net if shit goes sideways uh sucks for you baby girl yeah yeah i feel like something i've learned in therapy is like 
you know, because of my anxiety, I will what if to like the end oh, of yeah. the day. But I'll never what if in a positive way. Like my no. my mom literally said with like college editions, she was like, well, they have to accept someone. Like, why can't it be you? Um, She did also on the flip side after my audition weekend at Elon. She was like, this has been a wonderful weekend. You should always treasure this time with Purdy, but you're not going to get in. <gasps> <laughs> She didn't say it in a mean way at all. But, like, you got it. But, like, brutal. Slay. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, oh, shit. Now I forget where my brain was. Oh, I'm was. so sorry. No, it's okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can bring it back. Bring it back. That's the one issue with the video is that we can't stop and think. I know. Okay. Um. I'm just going to move on to the next thing. But I've said this before, too, with, like, looking at people like i wrote alex you don't know how long it took them to get to that place with watching people people can blow up overnight that's what you're there we go yeah yeah and so i think like like example of somebody that really somebody people think blew up overnight is alex earl Mm -hmm. she was posting on tiktok for like two years before she actually blew up yeah so i just think like understanding things are going to take time that you're going to have to be patient and remembering to celebrate when the small like wins happen for you i got a job Let me celebrate. I'm really trying to do that. I have a nasty habit of like just underwriting and downplaying any success. I overplay any failure and I underplay any success. And like both my therapist, like my friends, my mom pointed out of me of like, even you any have to, time we've had any success with this podcast, I know, you, I've immediately been like, but it doesn't count. And people are like, why? Well, I know. Well, it's interesting. So I'm not like just to like boast about myself. Um, I hit 10K on my personal TikTok yeah! this weekend. Go off. And I was really excited about it. I've been working so That's hard. That's so great. Yeah. I'm it, so proud of thank you. Thank you. I've been working really hard on my content creation because I love it. Like I do. And so Olivia and I were watching Trader and I made them pause and I was like, I need to like take in this moment and like be proud of myself because like it's it's a step in the right direction and you look at your life and you need to be able to celebrate those things so that's the tea I'm just shit posting on TikTok again. I, I just it. go through phases of shit posting. I get it. Like, I mean, social media is like so fucking hard. It's so hard to keep up with anything. Oh, oh, well, I literally said, I was going to say my next bullet point. My next bullet point, though, is like looking at the positives in every experience I go through. I'm like, I said, babysitting gave me the time to uh, to let us like fully set up CFC. Mm-hmm. My last internship um, gave me so much time to like learn how to edit short form video. My eczema is doing pretty badly, but we did previously think that my fingers were just covered in warts. So the fact that it's eczema and not warts oh. is a huge... Uh, so she thought... She's like, I think some of it was warts, but most of it was eczema. eczema. It's just like a kind of niche type of eczema. Yeah. Um, But it's not warts. Right. And I can't give you eczema through your... Vizuza. Nancy Purdy warning. Inside. Inside. I hate the gesture I just <laughs> made. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was talking with a friend who I haven't seen in a while the other day and she was talking about how she really needs to have sex and I was like girl you don't even want to know how long it's been and I told her and she was like you're too hot for that like you're too hot for it to be that long and I'm like I agree but I don't like strangers yeah I get that I think every I'm the same exact way like if I if the roles are like I would be the same exact way yeah I also have my own sexual shit I'm working through need to work through etc anyway that's a conversation for a different day <laughs> nancy purdy you're safe now i don't think we're going to talk about fingering any more vaginas just kidding <laughs> um i'm in a mood that's okay audrey's in a mood there's actually something though that i have been thinking like I, i've been explaining it to a lot of people like in words with this whole like sense of like letting go of old embracing new or like even just like evolving in your 20s that I've been thinking about a lot like when it comes to goals and like things like that so I wanted to share it so you know when I decided to take a break from theater ever like a lot of my family and close friends were very like what the fuck like you've spent all of your life doing this and like whatever and now when I talk when somebody comes to me with that this is what I present them I tell them that I my goal in life is to storytell, entertain and perform. My goal is like my I shifted what the goal looked like. Yeah. I was always like I want to be on Broadway, but instead of that, I now have shifted this more open-ended goal. And so like if you've ever seen a thinking map, so that's yes. a little circle in the middle. And then everything, especially career-wise that I'm doing is leading to that goal. Podcast content resident at um, XYZ media company, making my own content on TikTok, taking my voice lesson this Friday. So, and I feel like that sort of view has been helping me so much and realize like one, how much I'm doing. And I'm like, 
slight queen, but also that like I am more than just one thing to put my identity to. And I'm more than just a goal or a dream and like whatever. I think that's that's really beautiful. And like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I maybe, yeah, let's, you guys should make thinking maps and like send them to us. Or maybe we should make each make a thinking map and like put it on the Instagram this week. I don't know. It's just like a view that's been really helping me because I think so many people, I was really frustrated when I decided to take this break and people were like, you're going to give up. Like, you're just going to like, you're going to regret this. And look, sometimes I get worried. Like, will I regret it? However, everything I'm doing is still so in line with performing it's just very it's just in different forums and so I think shifting this goal of like I just want to be an entertainer and performer has given me so much more like freedom like I don't feel so closed off I don't feel so in a box all the time and I think that is what I struggled with especially those last few years at school I just felt so confined I felt like I wasn't and I felt like I couldn't fit in the box like I felt like the box and I was like a a different shape that's not a box (laughs) I I really been struggling with like the responsibility responsibility maybe isn't the right word but like the weight of like being an adult and particularly in like somewhat non-traditional career paths as we like kind yeah. of are like I'm really good at like when told what to do like I can do it really well yeah I feel that but so much of what we do is like you just have to figure it out and put all the pieces together and like it's it's not even like you're creating a puzzle out of like a box puzzle that you're putting together it's like you're literally finding shit on the street and you're trying to find pieces that match together yep and that's really fucking hard and exhausting to constantly be searching for the pieces much less trying to figure out how they put together and I've really struggled with that of like they're not being a roadmap yeah yeah it's it's tough it's tough but then like I think about like okay example let's say I go on audition tomorrow and they're like so what have you been doing for the last like 32 to three thank god for this podcast because if if we didn't have it (laughs) we'd have fucking nothing to say to people I am ready to come at you with my responses podcast that's entertaining I'm working for I'm literally making content for like a brand every single day that is exercising my storytelling like I like I know I could back it up so and I think the thinking map helps because it, it it just makes you aware that like okay even like especially like going back to this old version of yourself like my old dream was to be on Broadway this new version of me is is having a different dream however it's still rooted in that old thing it just looks different for the different person I am today yeah I think I'm still struggling with like finding confidence in my new self and like it's hard I question myself all the like well, actually not all the time I like <laughs> even at <laughs> I don't question myself all the time that was annoying <laughs> even when I felt really stupid or when I felt really ugly I like for most of my life have been like I objectively know that I'm smart and I objectively know that I'm somewhat attractive even if I don't really believe that in this moment and I really recently and like those things seem are honestly kind of shallow but like sorry that's a big part of life um and I've really struggled with, like, in these last couple of years for the first time, like, even when I've doubted myself, like, historically, even when I doubted myself, I still, like, logically knew that, like, I was smart and I, like, was talented to some level. And I really, for the first time, like, in these past couple of years, like, when I've doubted myself, there hasn't been that foundation of, like, being mm-hmm. confident that I am smart. Like, I, for the first time, I've been, like, oh, I really don't know if I'm, like, what if, like my whole life I did good in grades and like people told me I was smart or whatever. And what if I'm just not, what if I just like Mm. tricked them hard or just I'm good at taking tests Mm. and I'm having to like refigure out how to like have confidence in myself and like, like who I am as an adult without the validation of, of everything else. Yeah. I think that is a true process that does happen. I feel like for most people you have the grades, you have your parents, you know, like I'm still proud of my ACT score. (laughs) And I know they're so dumb and I know that tests don't show intelligence, but like, you know, I could always do well at a test. Yeah. And that's something to still be proud of. That's something that you still can apply to your life now, even though the tests will probably look different. Yeah. 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 I just think that this whole like idea of letting go of like an old version of you and and moving on to a new version is like so hard. It is. Which is like especially weird to say because like I kind of like 
didn't kill my old self, but like I fully changed names. Like that's a psychotic thing I did. Yeah, you did. Um, And my family and like Julia still call me by my old name, which I'm actually surprised no one replied questioning about that when we released the. I know that. No, we we haven't put it out. We haven't released that episode. (laughs) JK. Um, But like I have thought about that like a lot of times over my life, even before I changed my name, when I knew I wanted to do it, I would like psychologically examining of like, why 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 a new name and why to start over and i don't know <laughs> i'm going on a different tangent with this now Wait, anyway you know when since you brought up your name all i'm thinking about in my head is i went to a party this weekend with my partner and purdy was there and for some reason i said oh, your name is olivia and i think it's because with purdy, purdy. emma and julia like maybe not Emma, maybe Purdy and Julia. But like, Emma's I, pretty good at recognizing it. Like most yeah. people do not recognize my name as Olivia, but like Emma heard about me for a full yes. year. I was referred like, to as Olivia. I was like, wait, I cannot believe I just said usually I was like, usually I only make that mistake around Julia. It's <laughs> weird because it's now been a thing for so long that like I don't think we register it as like strange or weird anymore. Yeah. Even though like that's an absolutely psychotic thing I did. No, I mean, Oh, I have no regrets about it. Yeah. You, but again, like, you got to do what makes you happy in this life. That is kind of a crazy thing to do. Brand. I'm a crazy bitch. Uh, Love it. Anyways, you guys, it's okay. If you're struggling to let go of the old and embrace the new. <laughs> it's not Sarah giving me such intense eye contact. Oh, uh, <laughs> It really felt like you're talking right talking into your soul. It is okay to have struggles, you know, letting the old version of you go. Literally, I only feel like in the last couple months of my life, I've actually felt like a little bit stable. And now I'm just waiting for the world to rock me again. You know, do you want to know something that I think you'll find funny? What? So I've written like one full song and then I have a bunch of little (gasps) random lyrics. And one that I came up with while I was a little bit drunk that I do want to put in a song of, I obviously won't use the tune for it, but I think this is so funny. (laughs) It's so dumb. (laughs) <laughs> to like requote like you know the song that's like i've been coming out of my cage and i've, I've been, been doing, doing just fine mr brightside the tattoo i want yeah. one day so i want to put a lyric of like not with the same melody but i can't not sing it with the melody of i've been coming out of a cage and i'm not doing quite fine uh, <laughs> which is so dumb but i'm like if i ever do like write proper songs i'm putting that in because that's so stupid songwriter anyway just had to share that, that. Wow, I'm really getting spacey. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It was so great to catch up with you guys and sit down and record. It's been like forever. So I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy inside. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. And on TikTok and YouTube at Completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless. We also have a Threads now if you want to like go there. I, I don't really know much about it, but I'm I don't learning. Either. And I'm, I'm learning. probably not going to learn. Sorry. It's part of my job. Anyways, have an amazing week, everyone. Have an amazing Tuesday. And don't forget to be motherfucking clueless. And if you're like me, change the calendar on your month because mine still says June. It is July. Oops. I wasn't here. Oh, yeah, you're away. I was. Okay. This is for mommy. Hi, everyone. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.